Hey, Anna, a couple nights ago, we had a very large, super duper super moon. Were you excited? Did you see the super moon? I missed that one, Dean. I'm so I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. It is super exciting. I have to see things going moon. on. Well, I know it, it's not that exciting. I mean, it's not like the moon sure. is like twice as big as normal size, but there is this thing called the super moon phenomenon where you have the largest full moon of the year where it's slightly closer to earth and looks slightly larger and people get pretty excited about it. Uh, so we had one on April 26th. So good news. If you missed that one, which sounds like you did miss that one. Then I missed it. <laughs> then you got another chance on May 26th for a super moon. Oh my God. <laughs> that was high pitch. That was very high pitch. So we get, glad we get, you're excited. It's the first super moon, you get low pitch. You're like low super moon. Like then super the second moon. super moon of the year, you go high pitch. Hi, super moon. That's what you do. That's tradition. It started about the, a year ago. I was going to say, when did this tradition start? About well, five seconds whole, ago? The whole supermoon tradition is kind of funny anyway, because it only started in like 2013, like where somebody started writing about it. And then they're like, hey, everybody, guess what? The moon gets slightly closer to us uh, a couple times a year. Isn't that cool? And then they said, let's call it supermoon. And the rest, as we say, is history. People love them, though. They get really excited. I know. I was not one of them at first. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the stupidest thing ever. But then people were like, hey, you got to see the supermoon. I was like, all right, sure. And it was fun. See? I loved it. The so excitement's I'm, I'm, contagious. I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm excited for you. From our makeshift home studios and Cincinnati Public Radio, I'm Dean Regis, and this is Looking Up. Dean and I are from the oldest public observatory in the United States, the Cincinnati Observatory. Dean's the astronomer, and I handle operations. We share the wonders of the universe with thousands of people every year through our jobs at the observatory, and now we're doing the same through this podcast. We love talking to astronauts, scientists, authors, and other colorful characters about topics like astronomy and space science. Sometimes there's so much going on, like in this episode, we just chat with each other. All right, so we've got lots happening. Super mooning. <laughs> I made it a verb. Super mooning. What else happening, Dean? Tell me what's oh, going on with the moon. I feel like so, the moon is having a moment. Oh, yeah. So the next super moon is something even more exciting than that, if that's even possible. If that's but even a thing. If it it's could definitely be. possible because okay. what's happening at the next super moon, which is on May 26th, mm -hmm. is we're having a lunar eclipse. So this is one of those rare moments where the moon goes into the shadow of the Earth and you can see the shadow of the, the Earth's uh, you know, silhouette going against the, the, the light of the moon, blocking more and more of it out. Until when it's in a total eclipse, the moon turns that eerie shade of orange and red and looks all spooky and, and Halloween-y. Um, and so that's what we have coming up on May 26th. Super exciting. We haven't had a, a, a total lunar eclipse in a, a, in a while, actually, in a few years. Wait, and it's so, a super moon and an eclipse? Yes. Can you believe it both at the same time? Let me tell you what I can believe. I can believe that when I started the observatory in 2015... In September of that year, my friend, we had one of those and we had 1,500 people come out. 
I know. Do you remember that? Were you there? I was did you there. leave? That I don't was, remember. No, no, I did not leave that one. I was horrified. Usually, no, usually if it usually if it was cloudy, I'd be out the door that fast. But no, I know. Clear. That's what I'm asking. It, it was clear, so I stayed in town. Oh, nice. And that was a fun event because you're right. We had a super moon and mm-hmm. a lunar eclipse, and it was a harvest moon at the oh, same yeah. time. So that people got into that too. Crazy. And so this one, well. It's going to be a supermoon and a lunar eclipse, but here's where the tricky part is, and this you're not going to like this. Oh, no. I'm leaving town because <sighs> uh, in Cincinnati and the East Coast, we're not positioned very well to see the total lunar eclipse. We're only going to see a little teeny tiny part of the moon blocked out by the by the Earth. So it's going to be a super tiny partial eclipse for the East Coast, Midwest. So the farther mm-hmm. west you are, the more you're able to see. Uh, so if you're out in St. Louis, you'll <laughs> see about half of it. If you're in Denver, you'll see pretty much the whole thing. And then L.A. and farther west, you see even more. Hawaii and parts of Asia gets to see a lot as well. So Are you going to Hawaii? Is that what you're trying uh, to tell me? I Is was, this your intro to that? No, I'm not going to Hawaii for this one. Although I did go to one uh, a few years ago uh, because it's one of those things you look on the calendar as astronomers. I look ahead to when the next eclipses are, and I've got them all mapped out pretty well. Oh, I don't doubt that. um, So a few years ago, we had the one that was, it was going to be in January Mm -hmm. and it was very similar. Farther west you are, the more you can see. And I said, well, just go to LA and then you can see most of it. And then I look farther west. I'm like, hmm. Hawaii gets to see the whole thing at a more reasonable hour in January. Yes, I'm going to do that. That's uh, it was basically it all added up and said January in Hawaii, I'm there. So I did Who it for science. A vacation around. I did it for science. <laughs> oh my god. So where are you going to go for this one? I know you don't like to tell people. Where are you thinking of going that you'll get the best view or where can people get the best view? If they were yeah. going to get the, if you could go anywhere, we put you in a little time machine, we beam you up or whatever the saying is, you can go anywhere. Where's the best place to see it in the whole world? If I could go anywhere, I'd go back to Hawaii, but I didn't do it. <laughs> That's a good, good answer. I didn't do it this time. So I went to the second best place, uh, Reno, Nevada. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, okay. He's not exactly. That's a I mean, distant second, no, I feel like. You know, I'm sorry, they, sorry, Reno. What do they call uh So it's the littlest big city. So I always call it the littlest big eclipse that I'm going to go see. Okay. Um, but um, I've, I have a little history with Reno. I've been to Reno for uh, a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse, and they've treated me very well. They've been clear both times. Oh and God. so... Um, I'm, I'm heading back to Reno, uh, Nevada. It's uh, nice wow. and far west, but more than likely I'm going to be watching it from the shores of crystal blue Lake Tahoe. That's where I'm going to end up. So that's, that's my, my hope. I'm hoping for clear skies there. That's fancy. Um, Western Northern Nevada is a pretty good spot for weather and and this is this is part of the deal is when you're an eclipse chaser, that's what we call ourselves, at least that's what we think we call ourselves. Oh my god. Um we we try to pick some cool locations to go. So uh Lake Tahoe is beautiful. I figure if it's cloudy, I get a nice vacation. But you're right, it's not Hawaii. It's definitely sh- not it's Nevada. I should have done Hawaii. Why didn't I do Why uh, didn't you do oh well, apparently Reno treated you so good, you're gonna go well, you're gonna go back. Reno does love me, that's for sure. Oh Reno's my god. They, they've they're, uh, Reno they treat me good does there. love me. 
hit the casinos and oh then lose all my money. That's what happens. So, but get to <laughs> see an eclipse. As long as I see the eclipse, that's the real the real thing. But uh, so that's the for for folks viewing it. Uh, so if you're in the Midwest, it's right at sunrise. Uh, on the 26th. So pretty early on, you have to you have to wake up pretty early and you'll only see a little sliver of the, the moon blocked out. But farther Will west, you you're, tell? that's going to be a good question. Oh, okay. And that's why I'm not staying around to find I out. I think I'll just sleep in. Thank you <laughs> that, so much. It, it's Take probably, a video for me, bud. Yeah. If you're on the East Coast in the Midwest, it's probably one you just sleep in for and, and see what the other people are doing. Um, but yeah, there'll be people doing live feeds of it. Um, I'm I'm hoping to have a little video of it, but um, mostly it's going to be uh, casinos and uh, swimming in lakes, pretty much. That's kind of the plan for me. No, Doesn't I'm not a gambler terrible. at all. I'm not a gambler. I don't really? Know oh, you step in those casinos, they're, uh, they're disorienting. I don't know. Maybe that's why Reno likes me. I couldn't get out. Yeah, they're just like, hey, we got him. We this got him. This is great. He's coming He's back. He's playing penny slots, trying to that's, find his way out. That's right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be a fun eclipse. Uh, so for people on the Midwest and East Coast, save your enthusiasm because November we will have a total lunar eclipse visible across the entire United States. So we'll have to talk about that when we get closer to it. And I'll give you a report from Reno what happens. <laughs> I've never wanted anything more than the report from Reno. That's what I need. All right. So we've covered the moon. You're going to Nevada. Nobody can stop you. You're going to take some money. I'm going to give you some money to play a slot machine for me. So just get ready right, for that. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. Don't lose it. And then um, now in in later in the year, we have some solar activity happening. Yep. The sun will be happening? the sun's turn. It'll be the sun's turn for an eclipse. So we're basically having back-to-back -back eclipses. We have the lunar eclipse on May 26th mm -hmm. and then a solar eclipse on June 10th. Oh, that now, is kind of back-to-back. -back. That's as close as you can get them. I mean, it's basically a two weeks in between the two of them. Mm -hmm. um, and yet, this is another one we have to put some qualifications in. Solar Ugh. eclipses are really cool. I mean, it's when the moon gets between us and the sun, and it blocks out little parts of the sun. So... If it's a if it blocks out part of the sun, it's a partial eclipse. If it blocks out the entire sun, it's a total eclipse. And if it doesn't block out the entire sun but sits inside of it, it's called an annular eclipse. Oh. And so this one is going to be a partial for the United States, but only part of the United States. So once again, a partial, partial. <laughs> it's a partial for only partial of partial of the people. Oh my god! So I'm I'm packing up the car for this one and heading north. The more farther north you are, the more of it you'll see. So for people in Cincinnati, we will see the tiniest sliver of the sun barely blocked out at sunrise. Another one that you can sleep in for, Anna. It's just, it's... Oh, I will. <laughs> Call me it's in 2024 not... for the full one that's going to be in Dayton. Bye. Ex exactly. Until that's, then. Save it up for that one. But for an eclipse chaser like myself, because that's what we call ourselves. <laughs> God, get a t-shirt made, for God's that's sake. That's what we hope to call ourselves, <laughs> is that... Um, we you know, we've got to go see it as best as we can. So the 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 best places to view would be in uh, northern Ontario. You love um, Canada. 
I do love Canada. There's a major problem right now is they won't let me in. There's a, you know, quarantine at the border, basically say, you know, you can't uh, go in Americans right now. I just like to think they've banned you individually. They're like, what's your name? Regus? Regus. Mm. We've actually Mm. got a problem. (laughs) But yes, because of COVID. And I love Canada. How would they do that to me? I can't believe it. They don't realize it. I can get into Reno, but I can't get into (laughs) Canada. I don't think that's really a high bar. That's what I would think. I mean, <laughs> so. Canada's special. I guess you're right. All That's right. True. So you're going to head north, though. You're so just going to get in your car and just drive north. Pretty much. So there's two different paths that I could go. If I can't get into Canada, I would go to Upper Peninsula, Michigan. That's okay. be the closest place I can see. The, the UP. Mid- the UP, exactly. Uh, however, I'm going to be watching the weather forecast and see if if that is not looking good there. I can go to upstate New York and catch a little bit of it too. So maybe like a, a Watertown and Buffalo, New York, that could be a place to go to see a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but from Cincinnati, not so good. So I'm uh, I'm going north for that one, and then maybe by June they'll lift the travel ban on American astronomers and let me in to see a little more. But even still, you can't drive to the best spot, uh, even if you're driving. So I uh, trust me, I've looked at the maps on this, and you, <laughs> I got to charter a plane or a boat or something to get up to the <laughs> Hudson Bay to get to it. But I'm not going to go that far with it. But I know some people that are, or at least they're going to try. Seriously, they're going like, to charter a boat? Well, this is... This is our this is our, our 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 lifestyle, Anna. This is what we do, and it's cool. uh, I, I the, you know I just I I get yeah yeah. Totally. June tenth, twenty twenty one has been on my calendar too because I you know from years ago and I said oh wait Northern Ontario yes I'm gonna do this, but getting Northern Ontario is almost impossible. It's really tough, so I'm gonna do the best I can for it. But maybe by June it'll be okay. I, I would hope they'll so. let I you in. They'll so. be like, "Okay, we get it. Big things happening. You have your Eclipse Chaser shirt on that shows you're <laughs> legit. We're gonna let you come on in. Just stay in your lane. Don't breathe on anybody and watch this eclipse. I mean, I, I you know, for you, I for you uh, as your your colleague and friend, I hope that it works out great for you. I hope wherever you end up driving, whatever scenic destination you end up in. You're, I appreciate it. Yeah, I've, it's this is it's so much fun to do. I think it's so, it's you know, adventure, and, I, and with this one, I like it. I'm not sure exactly where I'm going to end up. It's kind of it's kind of fun that the, it is kind the, of an adventure that the the universe decides my fate in a lot of ways. But uh, um, but like you said, if you for the real folks that want to really get excited, put on your calendar April eighth, twenty twenty four, the total solar eclipse. That's exciting. A partial eclipse. Eh, eh. This is exciting, but I have FOMO. I can't miss any eclipses. If there's a way I can get to one, I'm going to do it. But 2024, it's on. I, it's on. That's I'm getting sure. an Eclipse Chaser shirt for 2024. Excellent. And, and again, <laughs> we're not going to be at work that day. Nope. We're Everybody's off that day. Everybody can sick. chase the eclipse. That's right. Can't wait. Well, you know, I like to keep my eye on social media obviously and what's happening and i I, every day i feel like i see that there's an article being shared or somebody posting about different moons 
There's like a beaver moon, a pink moon, a full worm moon, a flower moon, a strawberry moon. Uh, what? What is the deal? The moon is the moon. And I feel like all of these look fake. Oh, when yeah. People talk about them. I don't comment on everybody's, but what's the deal with all the different moons, Dean? Those names are perplexing to pretty much everybody. There's, you know, they, they all have nicknames. Each full moon of each month has its own nickname, but there's no one standard nickname for them. I mean, the most famous one's the harvest moon, which always happens in September or October, depending on the year, mm -hmm. whatever's closest to the, the fall equinox. But the, each one, each month has its own kind of name. So the, uh, the super moon of April was the pink moon. And the other supermoon of May on May 26th is going to be the flower moon. So we're going to have a supermoon lunar eclipse flower moon. Okay. Now, I mean, none of these things are official. These are, this is what the farmer's almanac has kind of picked out as being their official oh, names and, okay. and how the farmer's almanac got this. I don't know, but um, <laughs> they don't have a monopoly on it. This, lots of different traditions have different names for these. A lot of these come from native American traditions from, and there's so many different tribes in the United States and Canada that the, they're merged in some places, but each tribe has his own and each group has their own. And so you get various names for different types of moons. So I was looking for May. So sometimes it's called the flower moon. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's called the milk moon, the milk corn moon. planting moon, the grass moon and mother's moon. But Lovely. I also saw green grass moon, root, root food moon, Root. And that was just from the Americas. So then you can go to other different cultures and see different things from, you know, Hindu tradition and Chinese mythology and, and Egyptian. You go all around the world and each one had its own name. So none of them are very official, but they are kind of fun to say. And uh, but yeah, the Farmer's Almanac usually is the 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 official one, or at least if the media gets wind of things, they always go with the the what the farmer's almanac oh. says. Okay. So we have looking forward to for June is the strawberry moon. July is the buck moon. Uh, August is the sturgeon moon, and then September twentieth is the harvest moon. So right next to uh, the fall uh, fall equinox. So also a Neil Diamond song I enjoy. Well, yeah, that's a good one. So yeah, we can, we should, we should play that. As, uh, have you heard uh, of Neil to, Diamond? Yeah, I, I'm aware of him. Neil Young? Neil Diamond? Wait, Neil Young. Neil Young. Neil Young! <laughs> See, you're not even sure who it was. I do like that song. My dad likes Neil Diamond a lot. That's why I got confused. Yeah. Neil Young, yeah, he's great. No, I don't really know the song, but I was playing along, but I knew Neil Diamond was wrong. Yes, Neil Diamond <laughs> is wrong. Neil Young is right. And the song is lovely. Well, I appreciate this being cleared up because these names were driving me crazy that's right so get ready for the flower eclipse supermoon may 26th well that's it for this episode of looking up as always thank you for joining us wherever you get your podcasts you'll find us there if that happens to be apple podcasts your rating and comments will help others find us so thanks for helping us out and if you like what you hear spread the word We'd love to hear your ideas for guests or topics. Find us on Facebook or Twitter or email us at lookingup at wvxu.org. Our theme song and additional music is by Y, that's W-H-Y question mark, 
from their album Moline, courtesy of Joyful Noise Recordings and Terrorbird Media. Looking Up is a production of Cincinnati Public Radio. We're produced, recorded, and edited by Josh Elstro. Jim Nolan provides additional web assistance. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Anna Heeman. And I'm Dean Regas. Keep looking up.